0: I used to be in really good shape and I was all ripped up and I can do the slappity slappity.
1: Welcome to Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means not in good taste. I'll shock the jizz at you. Impolite. When we were dropping napalm in Vietnam, we just folded a one white Charlie. Inappropriate. For pedophiles that like older women, that's what a teen movie is. Shameless. The great midget orgy of 1939. Unacceptable. I was just trying to check his prostate with my dick. Indiscreet. If you don't grow the mullet, the mullet grows you. Immoral. I'm not a cannibal, but I eat ass. And beyond the pale.
2: This is what Orwell warned us
1: about. Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensibly distinguished
3: educational comedy podcast hosted by stand-up comedian Carlos Valencia, Bobby the either the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet. Welcome to
1: episode 104 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode 4 of season 3. I'm your host Carlos Valencia. Behind me is Bobby. Yo. And in front of me is Ian.
3: Right in the front of the train, baby.
1: Tonight we're going to be talking about Indecorous News We'll be diving deep into the Indecorous History of Waffle House We'll be doing 4chan posts of the week And we will close it all out by answering listener questions Now what have you guys been up to?
3: I've been researching how to monetize idiots And if you do a Google search right now What comes up is purebloods selling their sperm Have you guys heard about this shit? I
1: don't know, I don't even know what that is Is it pure? It sounds like some kind of white supremacy shit
2: Monetizing idiots sounds like America's autobiography. (laughs) Pretty much dude. Not autobiography. (laughs) That was perfect that I would say something idiotic like right in the middle of that.
3: But no, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, the term pure blood in this context is the anti vaxxers that chose not to take the cure, therefore keeping their sperm from being retarded. So if you're a MAGA lady looking to get an injection from you have a gimpy husband or whatever then you got to get yourself some purebred fucking sperm, bro. I've heard it's shooting up to like $20,000 per vial for the right rich conservative lady. What? Yeah, dude.
2: Dude, what Craigslist listings (laughs) are you on, man?
3: (laughs) I know, dude. I I mean, I've just seen sort of the groundswell coming up from this topic, but I don't know how much of it's legit versus one strange lady that overpaid for it. But apparently you could just get your regular jizz out of your normal jizz sock, And you can sell on the internet as purebred sperm.
1: Wait, really? I mean, now I think you're exaggerating a little bit. You can't just get your jizz out of your jizz stock. I imagine there's a little bit more clinical procedures to this.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, if I, even if it's been crusted for four years, you can still just scrape that shit off and they'll take yeah. it. They'll just melt it. They'll put it in a pot and then they heat it up and then, yeah, just let them know.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just swim right out.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, Nick DePaulo had this great old joke. He's like, ladies, you know how much your eggs are worth? 5,000 bucks. Guys, your sperm's worth 50 bucks. He was like, I got a towel at home worth
3: $200,000. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that trips me up is like the value of this it's just, it's, it's crazy to me because apparently all the people that got the shot, their kids are going to be whatever, autistic, retarded, or grew a fucking third arm out of their forehead yeah, or something. But what doesn't make
1: sense to me about that, though, is I would think these rich conservative women would be married to rich conservative men that wouldn't get the shot to begin with. So why even, why are you even... It's yeah. all
3: the gimpy men. They're gimpy, they can't make their own sperm, so they have to get a sperm donor.
1: Okay, so they themselves just can't fuck, but they want to still have kids, so they got to get, like, a younger sperm donor. Stallion, a stud.
2: So are you talking about, like, conservative billionaires or something that marry, like, women 60 years younger than them? Is that the market?
3: Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment, you know. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we just got to get, like, a little MAGA stud website going full of indecorous MAGA sperm and then sell that shit.
1: Yeah, good luck with that. I think we already lost Patreon supporters because we're not... MAGA heads so I don't know good luck finding any of our listeners that are fucking MAGA heads
2: yeah we literally have at least one for sure yeah yeah I know
1: I'm not even exaggerating about yeah. that <laughs> all right guys let's welcome our guest for the night Mr. James Hodge everybody how you doing buddy I'm good how are you doing I'm good man what have you been up to
0: I mean, not a whole lot. Look, we just did uh, the North Carolina Comedy Festival, and my mom bought a camper, so, you know, life's exciting. Oh, dude. wow, dude. That yeah. is nice. Yeah.
1: Oh, I think about that because we go on the road and shit, and it'd be yeah. so convenient to take your sweet time, and then you can stop anywhere, and you're basically you're not paying rent and shit like that. But I like having a legit bathroom to shit in, man. Like I, I can't do the shitting in the woods or the well. It, does the camper have a shitter?
0: Well, the camper has a shitter, but like if you can avoid shitting in it, you do.
1: That's like a yeah. rule, right? Like you yeah, know it's kind of like
0: it's similar to like a bus. Like okay, like if I was traveling alone and I didn't have family with me. Yeah. I'd probably put a trash bag over the toilet, shit in that bag, and then just chuck the shit out versus having to flush out the, <laughs> like.
2: That's a good internal. idea, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would get like a trained dog to pick up my shit. That's get a good out. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? about
0: time we flip that. Like for how many years have we been picking up dog shit? Exactly. It's time, to flip <laughs>
1: exactly. time to turn the tables. Fuck yeah. Well,
2: I, I think what James also didn't mention earlier too with the bathrooms is a lot of them are also the toilet is in the shower. They're called wet baths. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if yeah, you, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so you So you can
0: shit and shower at the same time. Yeah. If you're in a real hurry.
2: Yeah, if it's a particularly bad one too, you can clean up.
0: Yeah, well, the one my mom got there across from each other, it's not the same room. So it's clearly she got a fancy one. Oh, that's
1: awesome. That's great, man. So you got to take a shit while she showers then.
0: Yeah, of course. (laughs) That's great. That's
1: fantastic.
3: You can make eye contact.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, mom. Just thinking of you. (laughs) Good bonding
1: moment there. It is. It is. All All right, guys, let's move on to our first segment of the night. This is Indecorous News. This is the segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life. And the headline is, Police in Dubai Arrest Group of Women on Charges of Public Debauchery. And the source is Daily Mail. That sounds hot. Right? Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So those public debauchery videos, six was my favorite, I think.
1: Oh, it's a whole series, Is what you're saying? Yeah, public yeah. Debauchery 6, was there? Yep. I like the Public Debauchery. Did they have the Ferris wheel and Myrtle Beach yeah. public section? That oh, that yeah. would be my favorite. Skywheel Pissler. That was
2: uh, Girls Gone Public Debauchery.
1: Did you hear about the? We did this story a few months ago, James, where they, they have that giant Ferris wheel in Myrtle Beach.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, what was the story?
1: This, this couple got caught. Well, they didn't get caught fucking. Like They fucked on the Ferris wheel. But they didn't get caught. They did it. But then they were posting it online all over the place.
0: Like on Pornhub?
1: Oh, yeah. I want to know who ratted him out. Well, I don't know. Well, that was part of the story. It's like, how the fuck did the cops get a hold of it? Like, probably some fucking cop just watching porn on his desk and got caught. He's like, no, no, I just, I'm just looking for people that are doing public sex acts or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like vice <laughs> sting. Yeah, yeah. It, it was all part of his research.
0: Oh, man. They get, like, I think now, next time each one of us goes to Pornhub you should type in the name of your city oh just to see what comes up I bet there could that's be important. some I bet that's what happened. somebody just typed in Myrtle Beach into Pornhub <laughs> and that popped up now like now I really want to find out who in my town's making porn yeah. and declaring it
1: we, we kind of live in boring towns though. like Myrtle Beach I see that I can see that happening in Myrtle oh, Beach yeah, yeah. fucking constantly but yeah. So yeah. So these people were posting that shit online. They got caught. Then and then you know they were arrested, released, and they did it again. Got caught again. Like the, good and, for them. They, and well, and the other thing too is that the chick uh, was pissing all over the place. I think that yes. was mostly. Oh what...
0: well, yeah. Okay, arrest that bitch then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: basically what I'm saying is that we're no strangers to stories of public debauchery here on the podcast. But Ian, you can give us more details about this particular.
3: righty. Videos and photographs depicting over a dozen naked women lined up on a Dubai balcony in broad daylight were recently splashed across social media. The actions came as a shock in the Arab sheikdom, where a tamer behavior like kissing in public or drinking alcohol without a license, has landed people in jail. Okay, what fucking license does one get for drinking alcohol or kissing?
0: If you're rich... Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can buy the right to drink. I mean, that's all that is. Yeah yeah. but the main thing I want to happen right now is I want Ian to say naked again.
1: Naked. <laughs> oh, naked, dude. Dude, we just just last episode because Bobby's been pointing this out for two seasons now, and just last episode Bobby pointed it out again. We need to just do stories where somebody gets naked every single podcast, every just so we fucking can get, episode. He is yeah, so naked. Yeah, it's the most entertaining part of the podcast. Naked.
2: <laughs> it's really the only thing keeping us afloat at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: glad. Well, something brings you back. We need
1: to do some merch and shit. We need to have shirts that say naked on them. <laughs> <laughs> How would you
0: N-E-U-K-E-D? Neck? N-E-C-K?
1: I would go N-E-K-K-E-D just to make it cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's like, it's like giraffe, like naked, like a giraffe. Is You know what I mean? No. Like, like if you were trying to be all proper about describing a giraffe that you would say it's a naked animal.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Naked like it has a lot of neck. Like, yeah, you know, that's oh, what I was for. So. Like I it's neckful?
1: It's a neckful
0: yeah. animal. Yes, yeah, a very
2: neckful animal.
0: <laughs> Thank
1: yeah. you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here, James, because otherwise I'd still be lost with the yeah. reference. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> but back to this thing. Dude, I, I didn't even, I wrote this and I didn't pick up on the drinking alcohol without a license bit. Because I already thought it was, this is ballsy as fuck. Try to do anything that involves any kind of uh, nudity or pornography in the Middle East, like I'd be scared. Like sometimes people talk about like being scared just to like do a stop there. Like if you have a flight to somewhere and you have to stop in Dubai or Qatar or whatever.
2: Well, I and I think the Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, I think they are a little tamer and they give more leeway, especially to non-Muslims. Like that's probably where the license comes in. It's probably something oh. that they sell to foreigners like okay. you would a fishing license or something
0: but also rich people. Is that, yep.
2: Yep. And
3: (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be a weird flex though, to show off your license on social media and act like you're a PIMP.
2: Well, it's just like here where if you're rich enough, you can murder murder people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, But there it's (laughs) booze.
1: Yeah, I'm not very worldly. But Bobby just went to Ireland. You know, he's been showing off about going to fucking Ireland. Fancy pants. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking fancy yeah, pants.
2: Dude, hey, honestly, I was looking for the hell of it. If you got a ticket right now, you can get to Dublin and back. I am not exaggerating for less than $300. I
0: right. Yeah, that's because nobody's traveling internationally right now. Yeah, there's a right. global pandemic happening. Well, yeah.
2: If you want to quarantine at the Dublin airport for 14 days, all right? <laughs> exactly. It's only going to set you back $300.
1: But my point is I haven't traveled much in my life, especially or to Europe and or the Middle East or, or Asia or anything, but I do hear stories of, comics that have traveled to, you know, they do shows in China and Malaysia and Singapore. And I remember Stanhope a few years ago, he straight up canceled a gig. And I forget, I think it was Singapore because they still have a king there. Thailand. Is it Thailand? I thought it was Thailand. Okay, maybe it is. I don't remember. because he was making fun of the king, right? Exactly. He was making fun of the king in in like a bit from years ago, but he was still concerned enough. like, I don't know, maybe they pulled this shit up an old video from Netflix or whatever, the internet, and now I'm in handcuffs and uh, they'll probably eventually let me go, but I don't want to even fucking risk it. So yeah. he just cancelled the gig straight up so he didn't have to do the gig in Thailand because he was scared of uh, repercussions of talking shit about, not that particular king, but just royalty in general. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's the shit that concerns me. Like, I think that's one thing. America's full of fucking flaws, yeah. but we are pretty open about you can pretty much say whatever the fuck you want. It's
3: called freedom, bro.
1: Well, not have to go to i mean you're still gonna face the consequences as you should but you're not gonna be (laughs) put in jail yeah
0: i mean here's the thing with all that that's all very new here it was the 60s i was born in the 70s i'm assuming you guys were born like 70s 80s area too Uh like our parents could have been arrested for saying the wrong thing in public yeah, it's that's not like true. america's been free for that long
1: Th- that's a yeah. good point like every
0: time people bring up like well, slavery's been over for 150 years it's like yeah it wasn't legal to marry people of other races until like 76 like, yeah man. nobody knows that
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah we're not really
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely right yeah i think and that's part of the perspective that i'm bringing is just i'm very much thinking about like i have grown up in a world that's more liberate i mean just because i was born after a lot of that shit because, yeah, you're absolutely right. Lenny Bruce was getting arrested in the 60s. <laughs> so when I started comedy, though, I started comedy 15 years ago. There was no fucking really qualms. I mean, you, you wouldn't get booked much by comedy clubs if you had a dirty mouth and said dirty, edgy things. But you were not going to go to jail. But... Cut to a lot of other places. I mean, even in Canada. Oh, yeah. They still have restrictions that if what you say on stage is considered hate speech, you can get in trouble. Because there was a story just a few years ago about some comic that he ended up going to jail or he had to pay a fine, but he got into legal trouble for it. So
2: it's my understanding, I think, that it was a lesbian couple and somehow something he said got misinterpreted, whatever it was. But I think he was ultimately sued civilly for like over $40,000. Yes.
0: Yeah. What? I mean, I wish we could, like, get hacks arrested sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: like, that would be a good trade-off.
0: Shouldn't you be able to sue somebody for liable when they trash one of your jokes? Like, it's like,
2: come on. Yeah,
1: I absolutely agree. And that's 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 where I become the, because I'm all about free speech, except for, yeah, hacks and hecklers. That's what tore me apart about that particular story, the one we were talking about the Canadian. Yeah. Because it was hecklers. And I'm like, I fucking hate these motherfuckers. So I'm like, yeah, go rip them apart. But then his line was super hacky when he was going after the lesbians. Oh, was it? I don't remember what he said, but it was kind of a pretty middle of the road shit.
2: Like a stock old line. Yeah, yeah,
1: that sort of thing. So I'm like, ah, come on, man. I don't want to ever want to take a heckler side, but you could have done better. But anyway, we're getting derailed here. The point is Dubai. So <laughs> Bobby, I'll let you- That's uh, in Canada, right? Yeah, it's right. Dubai, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> You can close us out there with the end of the story.
2: The 15 models in the naked photo shoot (laughs) (laughs) were part of a publicity stunt for an Israeli website. The site is believed to be a version of a U.S. adult website, which has not been named. Dubai police said those arrested over the indecent video had been referred to public prosecution. It is believed the men behind the production of the video may face up to six months in prison and a $1,000 fine.
0: Six months in a Dubai
1: prison, though. That's something. Yeah, that's true. They're oh. probably nicer.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably much, much nicer than yeah. ours. Like, yeah, apparently the Emirates Airlines is fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: the, the prisons in Dubai are probably better than flying coach in the United States.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> While the nude women will likely get off with a slap on the wrist and a chopping of the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I added that last part. I'm not really sure if that's what they're going to do. I just hear there's a lot of head chopping.
3: Yeah, the math checks out. The women get the short end of the stick, for sure. Yeah,
1: right. If that's the punishment for dudes, then the women is uh, just because you're a woman.
2: Yeah, it's a slap on the wrist, and then you get, like, sold to a sultan.
3: (laughs) Or traded for
1: a herd of goats. You become a part of a harem after this. (laughs) I
0: mean, there's worse things than being in a harem. If there's 30 other women involved, you don't have to do that much. That's
1: true. Couldn't be the worst. I
0: mean... I've had worse jobs. Is all I'm
1: saying. Yeah, you know what? You're and if there's that many, and you just keep a low profile, he might never actually get to you. You know? Yeah, like pack
0: on the pounds, like get fat because like don't shave. Yeah. You know, be the be the ugliest member of the harem, so you can get picked (laughs) once every three months. If somebody showed up and was like, "Okay, you can live in a castle, full cable, this total palace." You got all this amazing stuff, all the booze you can drink, all the food you can eat, and then once a quarter you have to blow a fat hairy Middle Eastern guy. Like, come on, you do it.
1: I think so. <laughs> I think you're right. But I do think though that it's gotta be a balance, man. You gotta strike a balance. You can't just completely let yourself go or oh, you're out of the oh, harem. That's
3: true, that's true. Yeah, you could get yeah. cut from the team. Yeah. yeah,
0: then you yeah, then you end up that's You
1: gotta true. be one prettier than the ugliest one in the harem, sort of yeah. thing, at least.
0: <laughs> it's like you have to have the second worst house in your neighborhood and you're fine. There you go. Exactly. I
2: I swear, I think you guys just unknowingly invented a reality show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hope Carlos and I get to host it together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would be fantastic.
0: It'd probably be a big hit in Dubai.
1: I will say, I'll give this, because they didn't mention what the website is, but it is ballsy, and I imagine that was part of why they did it there is because look at how the risk we're taking We're in a Muslim country uh, doing uh, Nick and you as as opposed to the one that I was telling you before the Myrtle Beach one where we just could not we couldn't find the videos well and by we I mean I I could because I looked a lot I couldn't find the videos of that couple in Myrtle Beach but these I haven't seen the videos but there are pictures online that you can find of it's just like a row of super hot women in a i don't know 40th floor of one of those gigantic dubai buildings and they're all naked and just looking over the balcony it's pretty so if
3: if they're willing to do something this racy and risky what else might they do on the videos talking scat porn we're talking Come play on. on DPs, all kinds of cool I, shit. Yeah. See,
2: I thought you were just going to stop by like, what else might they do? But you were giving examples.
3: Yeah.
1: You're just so. naming off his own Pornhub searches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just looking at his bookmarks and reading them off.
3: <laughs> Auto compile is my friend.
1: All right, guys. We are going to move on now to our main segment of the night. This is a decorous deep dive. We build this show as an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter. But we always deliver on the former. This week's deep dive was written by Ian. What? Yep. The word twat waffle wouldn't carry the... Pazaz? Pizzazz. Oh, pizzazz. That's how you spell pizzazz. Okay.
0: No, it's not. According to the <laughs> red
2: squiggly lines under it. Yeah,
1: pizzazz. Isn't it like pizzas with a z at the end? It's a pizza and a calzone at the same time. It's <laughs> yeah. one of those fucking. It's a crazy calzone. Yeah. It's
0: phonetically correct. We'll go this with is that.
1: part of the fun of when Ian writes the deep dives, James. Is that you never know how he's gonna spell something. So <laughs> part of it is guessing game. So the the twat waffle thing wouldn't carry the pizzazz that it does were it not for an infamous restaurant. Just about everyone you know can tell a story about being at a Waffle House at 2.30 in the morning after doing some crazy shit. Whether it's huffing paint, then having an orgy, or kidnapping a hitchhiker as a goof, every crazy story always ends up with a group of pals eating at the most famous 24-hour restaurant. As indecorous as your friends' stories are, we can assure you the dark history of Waffle House is even worse. And here it is. Now, before we continue, though, I want to say or ask... This isn't nationwide though, right? Waffle House is not all over the country. Primarily Southeast. Primarily yeah. Southeast. But are they famous enough that they, are they infamous enough, I should say, that they're known in different regions? Oh yeah,
3: Yeah, I mean, I think they're unique enough. Oh, yeah.
2: It would be kind of funny if somewhere else Waffle House was considered classy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if you go to the Waffle House in Des Moines, it's the prettiest one. I was like, fucking, you save up every year so you can take your family to Waffle House. (laughs) All right, Bobby, you can tell us this first paragraph.
2: Waffle House was conceived by a madman named Joe Rogers Sr. in 1955 as a way to cure insomnia with cheap, unhealthy food. Of all the items on the original 16-item menu... Waffles had the highest profit margin, so they leaned into that. They're one of the few businesses in the world that doesn't have locks on their door because they're open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Every year, at least 100 employees get roped into working a double. Uh, wait, a double double shift of 24? Not hours a type of okay, a double double. I thought that was one of the 16 original menu items. <laughs> So at least five people have died from physical exhaustion due to this since the 1960s. This sucks and all, but surely the corporate employees have it a little better, right? Actually, no. In an act of solidarity with the poor line cooks and waitresses, all corporate employees have to work all major holidays, including Christmas and New Year's.
1: Wow, that's hardcore. I didn't realize that.
0: Okay, the only thing that I know is not true about this is that uh, Waffle Houses do have locks on their doors.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah,
0: because I was in one when it got robbed. And after, <laughs> after the dude dipped, uh, they locked the doors till the cops got there. I <laughs> Holy did. shit, so, really? Yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah. kind
2: of that's kind of cool that the statute of limitations is up on that, and you can talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so. I was just the lookout. I was just. The
1: lookout. <laughs> so, so what happened? You can't just tell us that and not tell us what oh, happened. L-
0: literally just sitting in the Waffle House having. Dinner. This crackheady dude came running in. He didn't have a gun, but he had his hand in his hoodie pocket, making it oh, look yeah. like he had it doing the pretend. Uh, kind of oh, thing. so he was a uh, master yeah. then. Right, right. He had... he'd, yeah. He just, just, give me the money, give me the money, give me the money. And the dude behind the register was like, ah, oh, and just popped it open. And Because that guy, you could tell he wanted to make a big stink, but you know, corporate training is like, if someone tries to rob you, just <laughs> give them the money. We're in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. blah, blah, blah. So you could tell the guy wanted to do something about it, but he didn't. He just gave him the money, and then the guy just took off out the door, and that, that was literally it. Like the most interesting part was sitting there waiting for the cops to show up, and everybody, because like, half the people were being super dramatic about it, and everybody else was just laughing and being like, "Dude, that crackhead's behind the building right now. Like you know he didn't go far."
2: That's a really ballsy move because I feel like half the people that are in that Waffle House, like that's their dream. Being present with their gun
1: when yeah. somebody
2: comes in
0: to rob a place. Yeah, open carry is okay at a waffle. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah,
2: they just drinking that night. They don't want to fill out any paperwork.
1: I was thinking about that just because I've never worked a like a service job. But you hear about that a lot in convenience stores and shit like that. That's one of the most dangerous jobs in the country is being a clerk at a convenience store. Yeah. But I think if I was ever to get robbed, I'd be like, yeah, sure, take all the money. It's not my money. I, I would never right. try to be a hero.
3: Yeah, dude, I mean, who would actually fight for their minimum wage job, fight for their life to save yeah. their employers $1,000? I mean, it's yeah. just deranged.
1: But it's funny, though, to think that if it's some cracked out guy with his hand in, in inside his pocket, the, uh, his hoodie, and you know it's his hand, how you would be like so tempted to be like, nah, get the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah. You know what <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean? <laughs> well, he could be threatening you with come, which is worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is like, if a crackhead tries to rob you, you know he's going to like throw a bag of shit at you later. Like yeah. It's, yeah those yeah. guys, they're not doing long jail stretches regardless, and they're going to be back out and they're going to be mad at you because you didn't give them their crack money.
1: Well, that's why yeah. I always think that. Because I do it, I even though, I don't know, it might be stupid, but anytime I park my car, like when you have to go to, a, like there's a comedy club downtown, or just when you're going downtown regardless, and you park your car and some homeless person asks you for money, like I feel like that's the best time to do it, because in my head I'm like... Well, if I don't give this guy at least a buck, he's gonna break my window, so I gotta give him a buck. Like, I feel obligated to give the guy money at this point, almost, it's almost like extortion at that point. They're not threatening, (laughs) but in my head, that's what I'm thinking. If I don't uh, give this guy something, something's gonna happen to my car.
0: Well, that's like paying the mob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah you know like yeah. you give them money so they don't rob exactly, you
1: exactly exactly It's a, it's a extortion i should bring rico cases against these homeless <laughs> people there. yes
0: there's a vast conspiracy of homeless people plotting to break your car window <laughs> <Yes. carless laughs> so, right.
1: Right. <laughs> all right i'll do this next paragraph waffle house unknowingly spawn the largest Christo fascist fast food chain. Has that phrase ever been said in the history of Christo Fascist fast food chain? I don't even know what Christo Fascist It rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Alright. I guess we'll find out what fascist <laughs> means. And that one is Chick fil A. In the nineteen sixties, Truett Cathy, the owner of a local diner called the Dwarf House. Really the <laughs> Dwarf House. Okay, that's not appropriate. Can we say that? This it year? was
2: it was midget hut. This yeah. was what they changed <laughs> the it to. This was the
1: politically correct version of it? Okay. Well, he contracted with Waffle House to sell his proprietary chicken sandwich, the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. The sandwich became so popular and made Kathy so much money that he decided to stop making fun of little people and realize his true dream of opening a chicken-themed fast food restaurant to funnel money into anti-LGBT, anti-women's rights charities. So this is the person that founded Chick-fil-A, Truett Cathy. Yeah bro. Okay. The American Dream. Is that still the owner?
2: Yeah, he's been dead for a minute. It's Dan Kathy, right?
0: Dan is Truitt's kid or something. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah, so same family that's the place the whole time. I, I just
2: want to hear that guy explain his family histories. like, you know, my daddy hated queers. His daddy hated queers. <laughs> his daddy hated queers before him. It's
1: all in the Chick-fil-A museum. If you just go to the Chick-fil-A museum, <laughs> they have fucking videos that you can watch. You know what the best
0: part, though, about Chick-fil-A and their homophobia is? The only reason Chick-fil-A is good is because they pour a shit ton of sugar into their batter. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Like, that's the oh, only God. trick to it. It's just a lot of sugar and salt added into the batter, which makes it taste like sweet and salty at the same time. And, you know, like the old homophobe, oh, that guy's got a lot of sugar in his tank. Like, I think the guy at Chick-fil-A was just tired of getting called gay to the point that he <laughs> oh. turned into, like, an uh, anti-LGBT actor. Got your gay right here. hey uh, there yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, well, I'm glad we're getting to the bottom of all this. So, to say that 365, 24-7 culture and working conditions are brutally hard is actually an understatement. FEMA has something called the Waffle House Index. After national disasters such as hurricanes or wildfire, they measure how quickly area Waffle Houses open back up to quantify how bad a disaster was. If Waffle House takes less than two days to come back online, they consider that some pussy level shit. And FEMA is a little more stingy with their relief money. That is funny. That's how they
3: judge how much they allocate. That is pretty... (laughs) That's their litmus test. (laughs) So basically, if a private company treats their workers really shitty and makes them work during a natural disaster. No FEMA relief money for the community. Fuck you guys. God damn. That's kind of their litmus test.
2: Yeah, the Waffle House actually stayed open during Katrina.
3: Jesus. Oh, yeah.
1: If I knew that this was actually what they were going by, then I would just be constantly throwing rocks at the Waffle House.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. You're know,
1: like, nah, you can't reopen. It's too dangerous. Just don't
0: get the guys in the power trucks to turn power back on, on that street.
3: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Waffle House did not buying a generator. I can tell you that much. That's the life hack.
3: And the whole like double-double phenomenon we talked about, if you get maybe asked to call in to fill in for someone that's called out of shift or whatever, that happens in the restaurant business a lot. So it's very common to work a double shift, which is 12 hours usually. But... I've known people personally that have pulled the infamous double double and worked 24 hours straight. And I mean, we've all seen the fuckers that do the election night coverage and just for three days straight, yeah. don't sleep. And they carry that crazy, like delirious level of energy the whole time. Picture that shit with like a less charming Southern drawl <laughs> and like a contempt for people of different races. Yeah. That's what it's like.
2: Yeah. I think that's why cocaine is so popular in the restaurant industry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. yeah it's,
3: it's a big part of it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that' because cocaine's awesome.
2: <laughs> That's <true. I> mean. <laughs> yeah, you're like excited about your double double. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, I'm picturing with Waffle House, it's more methamphetamine that they're using there. Yeah,
0: well, you know, potato,
1: potato. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. whatever keeps you awake. All right, Ian, you can do this next one.
3: All right, being a chain restaurant primarily in the southeast, staffed with the lower social economic class of society, naturally comes with some heritage behavior so it should come as no surprise that their employees have been accused of being racist. In 2005, four separate suits were filed by black patrons who were allegedly denied service, served unsanitary food, or were the victims of racist insults from servers. Additionally, Waffle House operators in Virginia settled lawsuits with 12 black, Asian, and Hispanic customers who said they received rude service. And back in 2001, members of a gospel choir... Filed a federal rights lawsuit after they alleged they were forced to leave so white patrons could have their seats.
2: Wait, hold on real quick. I am just now finding out that if the person helping you is of a different race and they're rude, that you can get money out of that? Well, I don't think you can.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, don't I think know, you I can.
1: know yeah. that. I know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Carlos, maybe
1: could? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I could pull it off either. But, I mean, just the fact that you could sue for getting rude behavior. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming that they were like, oh, and it's because. Right. I don't know how you would prove that, though. because Yeah. It would be funny, though, to see this go to court. (laughs) <laughs> and have the Waffle House people be like, nah, we're just shitty to everybody. We fucking yeah. hate That's the
0: truth, though. That's know. the only problem exactly. with that is yeah. it's actually the truth. I know. They're terrible to everyone, so how can you expect them to...
1: Yes.
2: It's like you said, you're not going to fight back to save these people's money from a robbery. You think you're going to like try and upsell them on an extra patty or whatever?
3: Yeah, some, some of these dates seem to be before the age of the streaming social media like TikTok and Facebook Live, so... It could be very much just hearsay, bad service. Uh, yeah. It'd be kind of fun to see people these days posting a TikTok video of a, a rude waitress or what they perceive to be a rude waitress. And it's just someone pulling one of those infamous double-doubles. It's delirious.
1: That's I never thought about that. But that's kind of interesting that because, yeah, that's what everybody does now. You They take out their phones and they'll either live stream it or post it on Instagram. But then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because otherwise you could have just been like they discriminated against me because i was a different race and then there's no video evidence of it so it's yeah. then it then there's no like objective way of looking at it and if you can convince a jury that they were discriminating against you because of race then you can win a lot of money yeah, it's dude. called editing carlos <laughs> yeah no you can't yeah i don't think they allow well actually you know with deep fakes now you can just fucking do everything who knows what the <laughs> limits are all right bobby you can do this next one
2: In recent years, Waffle House employees have toned down the racist slurs in favor of just calling the cops on African-American patrons. In one incident, a dispute over a $2.50 glass of OJ led to spending taxpayer money on a full SWAT team to arrest a patron.
3: (laughs) Jesus. Well, in defense of this person, they were, you know, a person of color. Gotta be careful is all I'm saying. Jesus, Ian. Oh, my God.
1: All right, wait, what show is this now? Yeah, I I don't know. This is uh, Ian. Let's go
2: back to Naked.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Say Naked a few times. This just turned into the Naked clan meeting. That was weird. Yeah,
2: Ian's second favorite (laughs) N-word.
3: Yes. Yeah, but that's that's obviously the mindset these people had, right? I mean, what else could justify being that batshit crazy? Yeah,
1: but I mean I'm I'm editing that yeah. part out, so it's just gonna be you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> no, no, the, the explanation is out. I am not just leaving the first part in. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, there were several other similar cases where cops were called over disputes less than five dollars, but they even called the cops when a black couple sat at a table that hadn't been cleaned by waitstaff.
3: Yeah, basically, like, you know how if someone's got a messy table, you're not supposed to sit down. Well, these guys were fucking hungry. They were like, I'm, I'm going to sit down. I don't care if there's a little bit. And so instead of just like cleaning the table like a normal civilized human being would, they called the cops. Jeez. I don't think I've ever
0: sat down at a clean table at a Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. a great
3: point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like, I've been waiting 17 days here. Still no clean tables that I can sit. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I've literally been handed the check after eating my food and the table was still dirty. Like, Yeah, the
2: only thing dirtier than the table are those laminated menus. <laughs> they just got tired of getting new paper. Fuck <laughs> oh, We'll laminate them. This led to widespread calls to boycott Waffle House. As a response in a statement to CBS News, the company said it would, quote, be doing additional training for the team members of this restaurant on the proper way to handle situations like this.
0: Additional
2: training. Oh, yeah.
4: That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they've clearly had to talk to him about it before. It's like, hey, ixnay on the N-word, eh? a. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: we're going to give them additional training on the way to handle these people. <laughs> uh, it's it's clean terrible. the
1: table. Don't
3: call the cops.
1: This is just. This reminds me of when every time that there was, or probably still is, a cop with some kind of police brutality shit, is like, oh, we're gonna train them. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, they're training. Them. you have trained them already to not do this shit?
0: Yeah, before you give them the gun and send them out on the
1: street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. So due to its barbaric working conditions, it should come as no surprise that Waffle House has a history of donating to conservative Republican politicians. In 2012, Waffle House donated $100,000 to a super PAC founded by Karl Rove. And in the same year, they donated $50,000 to boost Mitt Romney's 2012 presidential bid. In their home state, Waffle House has supported many of Georgia's congressional Republicans. Waffle House Vice President Don Balfour was the longest serving Republican in the Georgia Senate. In 2019, in South Carolina, they had a hepatitis A outbreak after a positive worker got his blood and shit in people's food. All right, that kind of took a little bit of a. That's a
0: hard transition yeah, right there, isn't Yeah, it? those <laughs> aren't
2: related. <laughs>
0: yeah, what in the fuck? No, yes, they are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good lordy, and what happened here is like you got a stroke at the very end of this paragraph when you yeah. wrote
0: it. Th- that was like the best don't go to Waffle House commercial ever. Like, they're Republicans. They give millions of dollars to Republicans. They love Republicans. Also, they shit in your food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> give me an to say. say what you want about Chick fil A. You know, nobody's shitting in your food and it's getting handed yeah, to you by a cute right. teenage <laughs> girl like that's just how that's gonna work
1: they don't want right. to throw off that the salt and sugar balance with shit but otherwise exactly. they were it's a very delicate balance yeah i didn't i didn't know this about that they were republican but i mean I, honestly i'm never shocked when i hear that any kind of major corporation is republican yeah. i mean it makes sense yeah. because they're the party that wants to tax poor people and not tax rich people and corporations yeah. so of course it's in their personal Benefit to support, yeah, of course.
3: You don't want your your workers to unionize and get a living wage, but Republican,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I said this before, and it's a little bit of a tangent, but it's like I understand if you're super rich, why you would vote Republican, because obviously they're they're the party that's gonna want you to keep the most of your money. You want to be rich and richer. It's selfish. But it makes logical sense. What I don't understand is poor people that vote Republican. That is just, in my opinion, based on fear of all the the immigrants and racism. Yeah, that's just
0: racist and homophobic and Jesus. And it's it's like the the Republican Party couldn't exist if they hadn't spent years working really hard to pick issues to obsess over that make people single voters. Like there are people out there that can hate everything the Republicans say, but they're just not into abortion. So yeah. they vote Republican. Like they can be like, "Man, I wish the minimum wage was higher." I would all all those things. They like union workers, but they're like, "Yeah, man, but I'm just not down with killing babies." Oh
1: yeah, man. And so,
0: but and so many Republican issues are that way. The gun stuff. There's not a lot of people out there that refuse to vote one way or the other because of guns, unless they're like pro-gun, yeah. and that's just. Oh, yeah. thats I mean, that's how they have a voting base. It's like, you yeah, know.
3: Because Obama was going to take your guns. I used to listen to those radio ads on AM conservative radio. They're just like, the knock on your door. Who is it? That's Obama. He's coming to take your <laughs> guns.
2: Well, see, he and I worked out a deal. I still voted for him, and he didn't touch my guns. That was part of the
1: deal. Well, you, that's because you threatened him with your gun. That's what happened. Yeah, there was a
2: little, you didn't see that? You had to fill out a little special portion on the ballot. Oh, yeah. I, I vote that. for Obama,
1: okay. but I want to keep my gun. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was one of the obvious. Yeah, to click click that button. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it is it is kind of crazy. They've done a really good job of convincing poor people that they are just about to be rich. And you don't want to have terrible tax policy in place to get all of your non-existent future money.
1: Right, right, right. right. It's it's like the lottery. It's basically I I've, I've said this a lot a lot of times about capitalism is like everybody buys into it because they think they're going to be rich someday but yeah, odds are you're not. It's never yeah. going to happen. But, you know, people want to yep. keep that illusion. But all right. Welcome to the Socialist Podcast. Uh, Ian, yeah. is your next <laughs> paragraph.
3: All right. Never one to shy away from participating in trending hashtags. Waffle House got into the hashtag Me Too movement when its chairman and CEO made his housekeeper perform sexual services repeatedly as a condition of her employment. But she got the last laugh as she videotaped several of these sexual service encounters to use in a lawsuit. As a result, she was quietly paid off as a condition to keep the sex tape off of Pornhub. Also, their T-bones are whack, and their pork chops fucking suck. All right. <laughs> if, if he So, like...
0: Them. Why are you guys so mad at Waffle House? Like,
3: uh,
1: this is Ian. Ian wrote this.
3: So. <laughs> at the end of
0: this podcast, I just want to let you guys know uh, I'm going to Waffle House.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was in Waffle House last week. Ian wrote I'm this one. I've never had the T bones or pork chops there, but apparently, Ian, you. They're
3: tiny as fuck. They act like they're legit T bones and legit pork chops. They're like five ounce little baby shits. I mean. I mean, yeah. but dude, I mean,
1: who at this point is going to Waffle House with high expectations? I mean, you you know what you're getting at this point. Like, yeah, yeah. where you spend the time, like, oh, this is not Kobe beef. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not, oh, I can't get Wagyu. Yeah, I can't get Wagyu at fucking Waffle yeah, the, House. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure the steaks at the Waffle House are dog. Like, that's...
1: <laughs> right. It's yeah. choice dog.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you were to order a steak at the Waffle House, like they would have to make a phone call to okay it. You
1: know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to, they'd have to like run a deposit on your card before they brought it out to you.
3: Yep. So back to the CEO's sexual shenanigans. I'm not exactly going to play like devil's advocate, but I will say I've got ripped into doing a lot of other people's jobs. Sometimes I got a coworker that slacks off, and I end up doing his shit and my shit on top of that. So I'd much rather have sex with some lady CEO than some of the shit I've had to do in the past. That's all I'm saying.
2: You made it sound like that's what you had to do in the past.
3: Yeah, I was
0: waiting for this story to
3: have a totally
0: <laughs> like, different ending. Like, I blew my CEO so his wife could yeah, yeah, the day off. It was right. How many people's
2: like, bosses have you fucked? <laughs> like, everybody.
1: I mean, how do you think Ian got on this podcast? You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> oh makes sense now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll do this next one. Waffle House touts itself as America's place to work and proudly proclaims we're not in the food business. We're in the people business to show how much they love their people. They make them sign a contract stating that they will not sue the employer for any reason. Well, that's a good sign when you fucking have to sign <laughs> before you fucking sign. All so right.
2: those arbitration clauses, I will say that is one bullshit thing that you find the most liberal. F- like Ben and Jerry's probably makes you fucking sign one of those nowadays. Is that right? There's nobody left. That is one area where it does seem like even these supposedly left-leaning companies behind the scenes are all fucking scumbags.
0: But you know who forgot to? The Waffle House's CEO with his housekeeper.
1: Yeah, that's right. So clearly,
0: like... That's
1: right. He should have been... Yeah, yeah. Good point, man. So, they also... They deduct a meal fee of $4 per shift from all employees whether they eat a meal or not. What? Really? God damn. But by far, the crazy-ass patrons are the worst of working at Waffle House. For example, four people were killed when a nearly nude gunman armed with an AR fifteen opened fire at a Nashville, Tennessee waffle house in twenty eighteen. Even more troubling, patrons often picked the most annoying fucking song possible and play it on repeat a hundred times in a row as a goof. Guilty. That's a John Mullaney bit. That's a John Mulaney bit, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah.
2: The salt and pepper diner.
1: It was what was the song? It was Tom Jones. What's up, Pussycat? It's a new pussycat. Yep. Yeah. For people pulling a double-double, this will make them snap and go home and murder their pet goldfish. Also, their lack of legit condiment options. Well, this is, again, Ian editorializing here. He loves putting words into people that don't believe the same shit that he does. So, again, Ian wrote this. He says that their lack of legit condiment options for their chicken sandwich is a goddamn disgrace.
3: Ketchup does not go on a chicken sandwich, and that's all they give you. Why are you buying these
1: items? You're like going into the deep menu. I always just get fucking waffles or pancakes or eggs. I get the most basic shit toast when I go to yeah, Waffle hash House.
0: Hash browns. Yeah, yeah hash My browns. My
2: finger can't even scroll down that far before I've knotted off by the time I'm <laughs> ordering at a Waffle House.
0: Yeah, because you're always drunk. Yeah. You're just looking for whatever soaks up the most booze.
1: Exactly. Apparently Ian is going sober at 7. Like, this is their anniversary dinner for Ian, and it's like, ah,
3: oh, the escargot here, it's just no good. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm trying to cherry pick their low profit margin bullshit to put them out of business.
2: The best thing about the Waffle House, though, is that every three months you hear a story about somebody that went into a Waffle House. All the employees were asleep, so they just went behind the counter and made their own meal. Put it on <laughs> fucking Facebook i heard that or Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they need to remain open just for that.
0: I got super mad at Waffle House like a month and a half ago, but it was only because I, I stopped at one. I was riding my motorcycle back from the beach, and I stopped at midnight, and they were like, we're only doing takeout. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and wow. it just
0: like it blew my mind. I was like, honestly, like, okay, so from seven to eleven I can come. like who sits down and eats at a waffle house when the sun's up? <laughs> what kind of a monster is like that's like when everything else is still open, they're like right. no Waffle House. That's like a great. That point. guy that guy's a psychopath. That guy has dead hookers in his trunk. Yeah,
1: absolutely right. I don't
2: know if you guys have seen From Dust Till Dawn, but that was originally supposed to take place
1: at a waffle Waffle House.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: I, I haven't, so I don't get the reference.
0: Well, I, I have, and that's weird. Okay.
1: <laughs> I just think, well, all this, the, the the what they do with their employees and the CEOs and all the donations that they do for conservatives and shit, I'll give them hell for all of that. But uh, th- these food comments you're putting in there, Ian, I just like, dude, it's fucking Waffle House. And it's, like, yeah. it's like when I stay at a Motel 6 and they'll have a review thing, and I was like, it's a Motel 6... It's the bottom of the barrel, man. What were the expectations here? It's like a, Call me a discerning patron. I guess
0: with, so. I yeah. guess so. Somewhat
3: fancy taste, but if I mean. If you stay
0: at a Motel 6 and there's not blood on the sheets, then you're freaked out and leaving a bad review. That's right. like, what did they use to wash those sheets? <laughs> exactly. I want to know what horrible chemical yes. they used to bleach out the blood from the sheets, because yeah. that's terrifying. And you're going to
1: get cancer. I
2: thought it's like, yeah. what actual crime was committed here to cover up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is this a new bedspread because if it's a new bedspread then someone <laughs> died in here last night
1: <laughs> that's right i came here to murder somebody i wanted the blood of this victim to be combined with the old victim i want my money back motel six yes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right guys we're gonna move on to our next segment this is an decorous 4chan posts of the week 4chan has been described by some as an anonymous image board website while others have called it the asshole of the internet we just call this another indecorous podcast segment Bobby, I'll let you do this first one.
3: Oh, Jesus. Oh, God damn it. you us look at that shit? <laughs> <laughs> did,
2: did you guys make me look at that for hours and hours?
1: <laughs> I like how you guys just keep commenting on it. And the longer you keep talking about it without reading it, the longer we have to look at this picture.
2: Oh, yeah, it's pretty awful. All right. Yeah. Uh, would you be intimidated if your girlfriend had the bigger dick?
1: Yes, and there's a picture there of a lady with a penis.
0: I just want to compliment the poster, whoever it was that posted this, for acknowledging that that is a girl, despite the giant hog. Very woke. Very woke. (laughs) Maybe maybe
3: it's semantics, but, I mean, can we really say girlfriend if they're rocking a dick? I mean, Yeah, you can.
0: It's 2021. You better, or you're going to get canceled. How dare you
1: suggest otherwise? God damn it, Ian. You're a racist. You're a transphobic. Good Lord, man.
3: Call me old-fashioned, but whenever I see a penis, I think it's, at the very least, a beautiful binary pansexual creature of, you know, Mother Earth or something, but I I don't know.
1: Well, that's why you're a bigot. Yeah, that's right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to call you old-fashioned because we have worse words to call you, Ian. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I will say, to answer the question without getting distracted by Ian's transphobia, I would say... (laughs) That I might be intimidated if my girlfriend had the bigger dick, mostly because I would just be surprised that she had a dick to begin with because usually that's a deal breaker for me. So once she pulled out the dick, I would be like, wow, that is uh, it's very impressive. I got nothing against it, but I wish I would have known about this beforehand.
3: So if someone shamed you for being transphobic, you'd be like, I'm not transphobic. We'll go prove it. So how far would you take that ruse?
1: I would just say I'm not transphobic.
0: Are you trying to justify why you hooked up with a trans woman once? Is, <laughs> that, is this, is this going to end in a story too? Like- so I was
3: trying to prove
2: that I was woke. <laughs> I feel like that's a bit that could almost work. You just shame somebody into committing a sex act. Right? <laughs> that's exactly my point. <laughs> uh, the yes, only
1: way that you can prove you're not transphobic is that you got to fuck this chick with a giant cock.
2: That's like that, exactly. that's the M.O. of that. Yeah. There's like a whole porn site out there. That's, yeah, that's
1: yeah. why
0: you do it to prove you're not transphobic. <laughs> not because you want to, because <laughs> you're trying to prove you're not. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Carlos.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Matt. I, I think that checks out. All right, you know what? Let's move on to this next one. (laughs) Uh,
3: Thank you for taking the picture away
1: This uh, next one is The question, if you could go back in time And sucker punch one person in the face Who would it be? I'll answer it right now. I don't know if I would punch anybody just because I think if I punched anybody, I can't punch him hard enough to knock them out. So I would be getting my ass beat right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so if I if, so I'd have to think of like a child that I really hated. That's the only, and I can't think of any off the top of my head.
3: So you go back in time and punch baby Hitler, basically.
1: No, but then you're the monster because you just punched a fucking baby. So yeah, I,
0: like you're why he became that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Then I get the <laughs> like, blame. Yeah, him. I
0: mean, yeah, he's a terrible person, but he got punched in the face as a baby.
1: Like yeah, it's... that's right, I man. have you ever been punched as
2: <laughs> a baby? Yeah, he, he created just the whole generation of Hitler sympathizers. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: So how about you guys?
0: Probably Jesus, just so I know he won't swing back.
1: Damn, that's great. That's a fucking great he answer. He would just like, oh, here, I got another cheek for you to punch.
0: Yeah, exactly, and then I'd punch that one too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fun, dude. But here's the thing though, man, I'm not a Bible extra, but it's like, if you get hit, turn the other cheek. But once you hit the other cheek, I think next step is just go fucking ham on the motherfucker. (laughs) I gave you two cheeks. Now you're fucking going to get it, motherfucker. That's the part that's not in... They they don't tell you that part. How about you, Bobby? Man, I've been trying to
2: think of one, but then it just brought me back to... Elementary school, or you no know, middle school <laughs> yeah, and yeah. one of the fights I lost and probably that motherfucker.
1: You know what, dude? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's probably what I would pick. I would pick somebody that bullied me in middle school or something I mean, that, that wasn't famous or anything. But I would just as long as I get to fucking punch him as an adult, I go back and punch them when they were in third grade.
2: I'm going adult me,
1: young opponent. Oh, yeah, so
0: you'll definitely win? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't it be funny if they still took you, though?
2: That would be
1: pretty awful. (laughs) Now you're Hitler, so you got fucking beat up by a fucking kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like Tim the Adult Slayer or whatever.
3: If that doesn't justify (laughs) at least a small genocide, I don't know what does. Yeah,
1: that's what happens. All right, I'll do this next one. Have you ever talked back to a dangerous person like a police officer, gang member, or drugged up aggressive guy? Why did you do it? Why didn't you do it? I will go back to my previous answer. I try to avoid physical violence, so no. I actually, I turn into the biggest... I am ashamed of this. I turn into the biggest pussy when a cop... Pulls me over because I like I can't afford a ticket, and then my insurance is gonna go up. So I tried. I'm like the most polite ever. Like, oh yes, officer, sir. Blah 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 blah. Yeah,
0: but like your last name is Valencia. That makes well, sense. Yeah, that
1: is true. Like, yeah. you,
0: like I, on the other hand, get to scream and yell at cops all day, and it's fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, so true. So it's like I just saw that, and it was just so surprised. Like, really, there are people out there that don't yell at police officers? Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, wait, I'm a middle-aged white guy. Of course, I can do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, pour it out, you fucking pussy. (laughs) That's a good point. I remember, they I honestly don't think about it too much, but it has happened to me where I got stopped and then the cop, he made me sit in his patrol car while he searched Carlos Valencia's, I guess. And I was like, you ever lived in uh, Raleigh? I don't know. Because I'm sure the name Carlos Valencia is not that uncommon, yeah. so he's well, trying yeah, to get yeah. me for like every. And then he's asking me questions like, "Well, how would you feel if I uh, I told you that one of your friends calls us to tell us that you were trafficking drugs?" And uh, I was like, oh, "I mean, I have a lot of comic friends that, that would probably pull that <laughs> shit."
3: I didn't say <laughs> he's that doing out a loud. Bit. Yeah, I know. I didn't say that out loud, but I mean, that's what I was thinking. Was- so I've I've got one for this. An aggressive panhandler got me one time, and it turned into like one of these if you give a mouse a cookie scenarios where gave him a little bit of money wanted me to walk down to like the liquor store and buy him a 40 and then after <laughs> that he wanted to ask me for $5 after that. And it's just on and on and on. And I was a bit of a sucker for it. And as a result, I've never given a homeless person a dollar ever since. Oh, no, he ruined So I hope that everybody. fucking 40 was worth it. Likely know? excuse. <laughs> yeah. What a great way to
0: justify being a fucking Scrooge with your dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you don't understand. One time I did, and he just has... Okay, yeah, uh, you just drive away.
3: <laughs> like so this it's... guy made me into a <laughs> shitty human being, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: homeless people ruined you. That's
2: fair. <laughs> Dude, I had a story... Maybe it's just Ian and I, but I've hit that breaking point, too, where I gave a guy $5, and he looked at me like I handed him a picture of his sister naked and was just like, <laughs> man, $12 to get me where I'm going.
0: You must
2: look rich. Yeah, like no thank you, no nothing.
1: <laughs> All right, Ian, you're going to do this next one.
3: All right, my wife is open to the idea of becoming a cam girl. How do I get her started And how hard is it to establish a good income? I basically
1: just put this on here for you, Ian, because I don't think any of us have any clue. Do you know?
3: Yeah, I I can break this down. So, cam girls don't make jack shit because there's like 80% Mm. overhead that goes to the technology company. Mm. So, what you want to do is get yourself a nice private Discord channel and then you just litter fucking spam all over the internet with that link and get motherfuckers to come over there and then, you know, they can do a little cash app, a little PayPal action. Okay. Or if you want, set up a Patreon or a... How, how
0: do you know this? Is this why you're broke? Is that...
3: <laughs> I may have failed once or twice as a cam girl in my <laughs> early days.
1: Yeah, Ian's no no stranger to this. He fucking mail-stripped for at least a night, right? I did yeah.
3: in- indeed mail-stripped for a night. And it was uh, terrifying the number of... Women that were grandma age. Yeah, I
0: used to. Yeah, I used to do bachelorette parties in college because I used to be in really good shape and I was all ripped up and I can do the slappity slappity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it really is funny that uh, how like like aggressive, like I I I tried to explain this to a lot of the dudes I know. It's like, look, if your girl tells you she's going to a bachelorette party, just know that she had a dude's dick in her mouth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because, like, literally every woman does Like, all of them. They just one after the other after the other. It's hilarious, but they all do it. And they're all wearing wedding rings. It's like the bride-to-be. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're getting married, if she says, we went and saw the male strippers, just know, tell her to wash her mouth out before you kiss the bride.
3: Yeah, it's very universal across the board. Male strip clubs, they are so goddamn aggressive I mean, mm-hmm. people get roped into going to a bachelorette party that don't even know what they're up for, and next thing you know, similar to female strip clubs, the boobies in your face shake it up and down move, mm-hmm. except it's a hard penis and it's whipped out. That's the same move they do. Exactly.
1: I don't want to shit on any of this because the more bachelorette parties that go to strip clubs, the less are going to show up at comedy clubs. That's so, true. If you so. can just keep them there, I'd be happy.
2: Plus, I, I feel like as a male stripper, that I would imagine most male strip clubs are... Overwhelmingly patronized by gay men, so you might be begging for a grandma by the end of the night.
3: And like most (laughs) male strip clubs, are gay men doing the stripping, and gay men as the patrons. And whenever the ladies show up, it's kind of a weird vibe because a lot of times they're unwelcome in those establishments. Mm -hmm. Well, that's
0: the difference between the bachelorette parties and the and the actual like male strip clubs. Yeah,
3: yeah. All right, I'll do
1: this next one. What's a good haircut for a fat guy thinking about going bald?
3: Definitely ponytail. Po- oh, <laughs> ponytail. yeah, that's right. Let's go the comic book guy route. Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah, I have to defer to you guys because I lost my hair when in my early twenties. Uh,
0: so uh, the right haircut for a fat guy with receding hairline is a fedora. <laughs>
1: that's right. That's right. I did it. <laughs> okay. I did it the opposite way. Like this guy became fat and lost his hair. I lost my hair then got fat. So. <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to our last segment now. We'd like to close the show with questions sent from our dozens of listeners around the world. We accept all questions, but we rarely have an answer for any of them. Question one is always, where do I send questions? That's IndecorousComedy at gmail.com or through our social media, Facebook, Instagram at IndecorousComedy, Twitter at IndecorousPod, Patreon at dimshits.com. And how do you spell Indecorous, Bobby?
2: That's I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S.
1: Perfect. All right, guys, we're going to get to these questions. And actually, it's going to be, we already answered a bunch of questions, but these are actually coming from our listeners, not like the The fan questions. Yeah, these are the fan, the 4chan shit was random, James, but this is...
0: (laughs) This is actually... This is the real shit. This is the people who love you guys. That's right.
1: (laughs) All right, guys, this first question comes from Tim. Tim asks, what comes after humans? Basically, what will the next dominant species be? Robots. Okay. Yeah, like AI robots are gonna take yeah, over. Yeah,
0: like I genuinely believe that if an alien ever made it to Earth, then it's not gonna be organic. It's gonna be some sort of robotic AI. Because, mm. like, the I mean, there's only so fast you can travel. So there's a decent over time that, yeah, like any alien that comes here is gonna be some level of AI. That kind of thing. So, yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: They're going to replace us. We're going to be their pets if they even keep us around.
1: (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. Because I've thought about that too before about like, could we ever see other planets? Because they do exist. We found plenty of them. For sure. But it takes so long to get, it's way too long for a human biological lifetime. But how could we get there if we're robots that don't have those biological limitations? Yeah, that's a brilliant answer, man. What do you think, Bobby?
2: I think it's just going to be dicks walking around.
1: Just, just mm-hmm. like, penises? Yeah. Okay.
2: I think that's the direction we're going.
1: I, I just want to be more specific about dicks, unless you mean they're just, like... like, Well, here's what's funny. is like I, I was going to say that you should be more specific about dicks because maybe you're talking about assholes, which is just another biological way <laughs> that's of referencing totally, yeah, it. just dicks and <laughs> yeah, Literally a, and figuratively. Dicks, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about you, Ian? You got an opinion?
3: Yeah, so I think it's going to be one of these doggy-human hybrid... Chimera situations because all these anime people that just love the fucking weird little mix of cute and fuzzy animal with a human, I think they're going to get into some of this open mic CRISPR bullshit and probably figure <laughs> out how to get like a little embryo going and keep it alive. And I'm not saying it's the better version of humans after but I think it's going to be like the next thing that we see is like little doggy human mutts.
0: One of the things, because there's so much travel in the world and the Planet so much smaller. Eventually, in three or four hundred years, like everybody's gonna be a vague shade of like brown. Like you're not like white people will be gone. Like it's they're going to all that, and so like that'll be the way that they form the next level of racism. Maybe is that all the humans will be super opposed to the genetically enhanced dog people.
1: (laughs) That's true. It's like you
0: know, no daughter minds marrying a half dolphin, half cheetah. (laughs) I don't care how smart he is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or fast.
0: Yeah. How good of a swimmer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or rapey. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, is that the cheetah or dolphin? Yeah, I
1: think that's the dolphin, but I mean imagine how fast they would rape you. Dolphin cheetah? Good lord, you barely know that. You they wouldn't rape even you. know what happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: Oh, <laughs> I think they've already gotten us comfortable with it, for sure, with uh, all those cutesy dog nose filters and shit.
1: Yeah. That's right. That's all part of the plan, bro. The Illuminati. Yeah. That's how they fucking ease you into that shit. They put those They're filters on. They desensitize. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to the bottom of shit here. All <laughs> right. Let's go to our second question. Mikey asks, would you rather have five children or no children? And now of all four of us, I think, James, you're the only one that has children.
0: Yeah, I have Four.
1: You you have four? Oh wow! Yeah. Holy shit, dude! So I didn't know. I know you had at least one. I didn't know you had four. So, well, I guess that's the question. Would you rather have five? Would you have another or no children?
0: I mean, the tragedy that would require happening for me to have <laughs> none, like, seems a lot worse than having one more. So I guess I'd go with five. Like if that's because that's. That's going to ruin, like, at least a month.
2: (laughs) That's that's funny. I feel like one would have almost been a worse answer for you because that means you had to decide which ones to eliminate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) At least here
0: it's a clean slate. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah, that's true. That was a really bad car wreck. (laughs) I told him to buckle up. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, sure, they were babies at the time, and they didn't understand, but I said it.
1: All right, Bobby, how about you?
2: I am living that first option, and—
1: Five children?
2: Oh, wait, wait, hold on, sorry. No, no, you
1: committed to it, you committed, so you got to get five children.
2: Oh, yeah, I I mean, I'm just—I'm a deadbeat father to five children.
1: We're legally obligated to uh, be true to the answers that we give on these questions, so yeah, so you're getting five children. How about you, Ian?
3: Ah, dude, 100% on the zero children's side, my crotch fruit will either die in my jizz sock or in one of those little contraptions inside my wife's vagina, her little magical baby-killing bullshit. I
0: just want to say for the sake of the world, Ian going with zero is probably for the best. (laughs) I think so. Because, you know, we don't need five more people that are transphobic that say naked. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's right. right.
1: I think you're right. I think you're absolutely, you nailed it, James. So here's our last question for the night. Darlene brings this one. It's why do white people like raisins? Seriously, fucking gross, man. <laughs> this is what she said. Seriously, fucking gross, man. And I'll say I'm not white people, but I do love raisins. But I know a lot of people feel passionately against raisins. I don't know. James, what are your opinions on raisins? Uh,
0: if it's a if it's a solo, like if it's just a raisin, mm-hmm. it's fine. My I, I have issues with raisins when they're added to anything else.
1: So like even raisin bran, you don't even like raisin bran.
0: Oh no. No no no. Like I like raisins and I don't even like raisins so much as like they're fine. It's just something to snack on. Okay. But no, when it comes to mixing them with anything, well, wait, what is it? What is that uh there's one cereal that it's kind of like raisin bran but it also has nuts in it.
1: Uh, that's okay.
0: Is it raisin nut bran or something?
1: Nut in my raisins. Uh, that might have been a porn that I watched. So Nut in my raisins. That's exactly
0: what it is. <laughs> now we're hearing your porn up search history. Yeah,
1: so that's right. Yeah. I feel like I can't hate on raisins because I've recently adopted. A, James, I don't know if you know this. I recently adopted a habit of I drink boxed wine now. That's my thing. I drink boxed wine. <laughs> so I feel like I can't shit on the cousins. You know what I'm saying? It all comes from the same family. You know what I mean? Mm. So I gotta open mind. Right, I need
0: to. I need to hear more. Like, so you were just trying to find the cheapest, most effective way to stay drunk is it that-
1: well that was part of it but more than that it was i was drinking because i was drinking just cheap beer like High Lifes and pbrs and shit like yeah. that but then with the podcast it would make me pee all the time so i would be like constantly like oh guys ah, i gotta go okay. pee i gotta go pee meanwhile this wine shit i've been drinking it all night and i haven't had to pee a single time so that was mostly but also yeah the bang for the buck definitely that's a that's another plus
2: Dude, yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the chef store or anything, but it's just a bit... They just have everything in, like, gallon containers.
4: <laughs> they, okay.
2: They have, like, co- like... I'm surprised you don't see more like, winos in there, because they have... Like, you could get a gallon of just... It'll just say, like, cooking... You know, red cooking wine or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, it's like a gallon of 12%... For like three-something.
1: Well, I would get a gallon of cooking wine, but I don't want to break the law. You know what I mean? I don't cook. It's for for cooking. It's for cooking. (laughs) And I'm a Christian, so I don't want to, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
4: That's
1: the podcast, guys. James, thank you so much for being on the podcast, first of all. And anything else you want to add, man? Go ahead. I mean, just guys
0: thanks for having me man this was super fun and uh, despite uh, the teasing I like Ian as a person
1: I don't want him to
3: walk away from this
1: feeling like I don't like <laughs> I'm glad at least one of the other three people like him
3: it, yeah. <laughs> it's all good bro and I promise I will go have sex with a shemale to try to get back on the board on the good side of well you better just to try to redeem myself <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's and, right
2: yeah just and if you want to find it just type in Myrtle Beach and
0: uh, come up. <laughs> ferris wheel <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Ian's gonna to be the
1: fairest wheel Well, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I do and i'm glad you brought this up james because james did mention this that we lost a, a to me one of the greatest of all time this week absolutely norm mcdonald yeah and i've been saying it for over a decade that he it was underrated and i know a lot of people like him but I always put him in my top five when people would ask, like, what are your top five comics? And I would tell instead, like, living comics. But I would even put him, like, all-time comics that ever lived. I thought he was just amazing in what he did. Yeah, movie.
0: absolutely. I mean, honestly, like, a big part of what finally got me doing comedy was, like, my plan initially was back in, like, 2001. I was moving to L.A. because back then I didn't even know what an open mic was. So I was like, you just move to L.A. and start doing comedy. Right, right. And so, like, I was literally planning, like, setting up and ready to go, and then, like, now 11 happened. So I ended up not going Um, like I was literally halfway there and turned back. And then, so there was this seven year stretch after that where I just didn't try it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Norm, my ex wife, I and her best friend Went and saw Norm, and uh, like Norman ended up banging my wife's best friend that night. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so I was like, you know what? This comedy thing, I gotta try. I just gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta do it. So it's, like shortly shortly after that, I got a divorce and started comedy.
1: So we got Norm to blame for your comedy career, James.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, it's his fault.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, that is the podcast. Bobby, Ian, do you guys have any last words?
3: Uh, like i said i'm gonna go try to redeem myself i had a lot of word vomit this time so mm-hmm. i got i got to go have sex with the transsexual yeah you know, that's yeah. true it's funny because i
1: again from listening to norm on elder podcast and shit that was one of the things that he he asked it was like hey if you have a buddy that's gay uh why won't you just suck his dick like you know just you're not homophobic or whatever just do it to you know it'll make him feel good and everybody's like, no. But Norm's like, all right, well, what did you do it? It's your buddy. What do you want to fucking make your buddy? <laughs> it's just like the kind of thing Norm would fucking throw out. Alright. Alright guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you want to support us online with uh, some cash, you can go to demshits.com or just at patreon.com slash indecorous comedy. Or if you don't have the cash, that's fine too. You can just tell your friends to listen to the podcast. If you dig the podcast, get us some more listeners. That's been it. See you next week. Walk your cat.
3: Photographs depicting over a
4: dozen naked women